This is Tell Me More About It, the podcast created to help ISU school psych students navigate the program. Today, we'd like to tell you more about Specialist Internships Okay, so today Jess and I are going to talk about how to get a specialist internship. We already talked about getting a doc internship, so now we're going to focus on the specialist process. And for that, we brought in an expert. <laughs> Julie, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Julie Pavone. I'm currently, I guess, technically entering my third year for my, you know, the specialist track of school psychology mm-hmm. at ISU. So it's exciting. <laughs> okay. Maybe you don't know the rules here, so I'm going to repeat them um, or say them for the first time. <laughs> So when we introduce ourselves here, uh, we say name, mm-hmm. year in school, and then where you're likely to be found, usually in the PSC, but if you have like a preferred sitting place elsewhere on campus, we're open to hearing that. All right. Um, I w- I'm going to name two. Oh. Number one, <laughs> definitely PSC. And I feel like, so you know the back table, second year, that's your table. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, like, you know, it's like kind of like an oval. And there's like the two heads of the table. Mm-hmm. Well, so head and tail, but okay. Head, head, you're right. Two, two head and the head and the tail. So I guess tail would technically be by the whiteboard, right? I would assume. I don't know what you would consider tail. I think we've had this discussion before. Yeah. And uh, I don't think <laughs> that, but I, I if don't you refer to episode one, I think <laughs> we covered that. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I kind of am forgetting right now. So if you could remind me. <laughs> Didn't we look up that etiquette person? Uh, what's her What's her face? Yeah, Emily Post. Yeah, Emily Post. But I don't think she had anything about uh, about the table. So I think I think it's up to your judgment um, on what you think the head of the table is. Oh, it's and up to my judgment. Yeah. What do you think? I think head of the table is probably by the whiteboard then, because all professors, when we're doing class, that's where they sit. That's so, a good point. That's a really good point. I usually would sit, like, if you're facing the whiteboard, to the right, like, that first seat. I don't know why. I felt comfortable there. I felt like I could get out. Wait. I could... Okay, hold on. So, you sat at the tail of the table, facing the whiteboard to the right? Head of the ta- So, head of the table seat. Okay. The one right next to it. But, like... Facing the whiteboard. Oh, close, I know. Closer to the window? Uh, other side. Other side. Yeah. Oh, closer to the playroom. Yes, closer to the playroom. Okay. Um, I like that spot because you can easily get in and out. I feel like all of us, you're constantly getting up. You have to print something, you know, get your stuff. But I don't know. I just always liked it. I feel like majority of the time I sat there. Okay. Okay. And then number two, I don't know if you guys remember when I uh, spilled Dawn dish soap on my brand new MacBook computer. We don't have any sponsors, so be careful. <laughs> there. Um, on my brand new computer. Well, Don Don Dish Soap is not oh, shoot. giving yeah. us money for this podcast, so I want them to give me money though. So okay, maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they'll send they'll. After they after they hear the story, we'll tag them. But uh, yeah, so the dish this dish soap company that I'm very upset with. Um, mm-hmm. I got I was doing a project at. Um, one of my, you know, GA spots, and we were doing elephant toothpaste. Very fun project, mm-hmm. you know, which requires this soap. 
And um, so spilled all over it. I'm crying. It's a bad day. So I'm out of computer for like three weeks. And you know that like desktop that's in the corner of the PSC? Mm-hmm. That is my spot. It's Julie's Corner. I think there was even a sign there that said Julie's Corner. Yeah, Steph made the sign for me. Oh. <laughs> Steph, I didn't know that. Steph. Nicely done, Steph. Yeah, thank you, Steph. Um, can I t- tell my favorite Julie story now that we have Julie on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Okay. I don't even know what this is going to be. So there's one day I'm like sitting in the PSC and I had gotten Jimmy John's and I was so excited for my <laughs> Jimmy John's sandwich. <laughs> I like, I'm like starving. I go into the fridge, I pull out this sandwich and I take a big bite out of it because I'm just like starving. Then I'm like, what is this sandwich like what is in here and it's like bread and ham and cheese and like no mayonnaise like nothing else and I I get like big sandwiches with like everything in them like so I'm like this is disgusting (laughs) then I like take another bite because I'm like they must have just gotten my order wrong (laughs) you just keep going with it I do remember there were two bites (laughs) and yep and then I can't remember either Julie was like, did someone take my sandwich? Or I was like- I, I remember this. I was sitting at the back table and all of a sudden I hear, who else had a Jimmy John's sandwich? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, like I ordered Jimmy John's today. <laughs> Jess was like, die. Like I'm not, I think you were like- I was so sad. I felt so bad. And I was like, but it's I- okay. Like, <laughs> I think I still ate the sandwich. I just like cut off. Cut it off. Yeah, yeah. it was fine. But yeah. I- <laughs> I just think it's so funny that you were like so repulsed. Plain <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I just want to remind everyone that Jimmy John's does not sponsor this podcast. <laughs> we don't get any money from Jimmy John's. So yeah, we're we're here to talk about the specialist internship. Um, you. Julie, you may not know this. Maybe you do. I don't know. But Jess and I used to be specialist students. I actually do know that. I remember okay. you guys telling me that. Yeah. So we kind of know. We kind of know. Yeah. But we want someone who's just been through it. Yeah. No, I'm happy to talk about and it. We, we definitely <laughs> didn't go through it. We just saw other people go through it. So. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a big process. When did you start thinking about, I need to... I need to think about where I want to go for internship. Um, I think I always, you know, like when you go into grad school, your end goal is to get a job somewhere. So (laughs) I think I just always, you know, you kind of picture where you see yourself going. You know, after I moved to Bloomington, I was like, I'm going to move here. And I knew I wanted to move like back home where my family was. Mm -hmm. Um, So am I allowed to say where I'm going for internship? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, like, what is Naperville going to come for us? I don't know. We'll see. If they want to sponsor us, that'd be great. (laughs) So where are you? You're the Naperville School District? Like, what is that? But yeah, so it's split in two. There's, it's called, it's either Naperville 203 and Naperville 204, which I actually got offers from both of those places. So I felt like I was, like, really divided there. Like, who do I pick? Like, the east side of Naperville, the west side of Naperville. But I went with the east side, so. Okay. okay. Pretty cool. So you, uh, yeah. coming into the program, this is, you like, this is kind of where I want to 
end up in the neighborhood. Yeah, I knew I wanted to be like Western suburbs. But yeah, I guess I guess to answer your question, um, I always kind of knew, but I think at the point in the program where they kind of prompt you to really know is like fall semester, your second year of okay. grad school. Is, yeah. That's when you start like you have a meeting um, with the supervisor for all of the interns and she kind of says like oh where where are you guys all interested in because she has a lot of contacts you know like within the chicagoland area i mean probably all over the state i would say mm -hmm. um so she kind of just asks and of course i always said naperville but i didn't think i would get it but <laughs> okay here you are here, you here are. i am <laughs> you, could, you had a choice between both I had the choice yeah. and I, it was a hard, that was a hard decision. So after you kind of said, okay, this is where I want to be, what's the next step? Um, you know, like, when do you start asking for letters of rec or like thinking about actually applying? Yeah, that's a great question. And I feel like, you know, it's important process to kind of get the ball rolling. I think a mistake that I made was I kind of waited. I feel like I should have done things a little bit earlier. Um, so I didn't ask professors for letters of rec until winter break, but I would suggest that all future students ask like December, like before you leave. But I think it's better to like send that email and you still see them in person so you can kind of talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, just because I felt like over winter break, like big mistake, cause you know, no one checks their email. So then you kind of come back after winter break and everyone's stressed already. So it might give them an opportunity to write it over winter break as well if they choose to do so. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, you know, my first Julie piece of advice, like <laughs> get, <laughs> get that going, um, you know, before, before winter break and start. So do you ask all professors or is it like common to ask an RTI supervisor? I would say, um, I think personally, I think people would like to see it from like a supervisor in that setting. Okay. Um, so I asked two professors and a supervisor okay. just so they could, I figured they would like to see, you know, my work like within the school setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you do? Is there anything that you do over winter break or what's the next step, I guess? Another thing. Okay. Don't... Are you <laughs> rewinding? I'm, yeah, I'm not rewinding, but I, it's, you do this the is noise? a good segue. Can you do the noise? I, I can't. I don't know. Can you do the noise? Yeah. Good. Like, I don't even know. I'm not good at sound effects. I can't do it. <laughs> would you call that good? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. No, I would too. I would say it's pretty good. Very supportive. So what are some things you're doing over winter break? That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say start just like getting your stuff together. Like, um, What stuff is I, that? Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> good point. I would say start with your CV. Um, curriculum vita, right? Or vati, VTA, vatia. It's vita, I'll, right? I'll edit that part out. <laughs> I was trying to be funny, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm keeping I'll that. I'll edit that part out. No, I'm yes. keeping that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to the CV, um, get that going. And a lot of the older students send you like a copy of their CV so you can kind of see how they did theirs and get a cover letter going because you have to write an individualized cover letter for each school that you apply to. So I applied to nine different school, school districts and um, Naperville has nine different districts. <laughs> well I applied to Naperville and then the rest were just kind of like around Naperville I guess okay. you could say. 
What was um, the far? What was? Did you have any like oddball ones? Any like? <laughs> yeah, I did have. Not, I wouldn't say oddball. Um, so I don't know if you guys are aware of where the Brookfield Zoo is. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. My mom actually grew up right around there, and there's a school that's like literally connected to the zoo. Like my mom said, she would hear the lions roar during gym class. So I was that's like, cool. Go there. You could play with the lions and tigers. I know. Oh my, all the time. I know. You could go see like penguins on your lunch break. Like who wouldn't want? But yeah, so that was my like oddball. That was like forty five minutes away. But so. <laughs> We're thinking in the fall where you kind of decide, like, these are the places I might want to apply or live next year. Then before you go on winter break, you ask for letters of rec. Um, that's your advice, right, mm-hmm. Julie? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Those can be from three professors or two professors and an RTI supervisor, however you want to do it, or like a GA supervisor. Mm-hmm. And then over winter break, you take time to, like, write your CV and get some of your cover letters down. So then what happens right after winter break? Like ISPA's around there in January, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of, it comes up quick. Like I, I think I didn't realize how like you get back from winter break and literally like two, two weekends later, you're heading to ISPA. And I think that's like where it kind of like, you know, wasn't the best for me because I felt like in those two weeks, I was trying to get like a billion things done. Um, so that's why my advice is like utilize your break when you're not doing anything to like write your CV. Um, Julie, what is ISPA? So ISPA is it stands for <laughs> Illinois School Psychology Association, pretty sure. And ISPA is like a three day convention that happens down um, in Springfield, Illinois. And you also have what's called a job like convention or fair. And that's required for all specialist students to attend. So one thing I would just like disclaimer, it's not as scary as you think it's going to be. I should probably say, describe what this is. So you come down into this convention center and there's like two big rooms and they're, and it's filled with tables, um, of districts in Illinois. I think some were like from like Wisconsin and maybe some other places, but like, yeah, you should have gone there, Jeff. Um, <laughs> don't, don't they know? Or maybe there was The I stands I'm, for Illinois. <laughs> maybe I'm like confused, but I don't know. I thought there was another state there. Um, but Let's yeah. Let's not make fun of Wisconsin here. Go bad. <laughs> go bad. <laughs> On Wisconsin. <laughs> Why don't we just sing this song, Jess? At this point? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, if you want to be a badger just come along with me on the bright i don't by did, the you bright go, did you go there julie i did go badge go badge i didn't i didn't i think i knew that but i but i forgot in on uh interview day when julie was there i like freaked out and like yelled like go badge and everyone heard me and started looking at me i, think, I feel like i remember that <laughs> i've done i did that another time you've done it in multiple places though so maybe I could. yeah yeah you know a side note one of the reasons I picked ISU was because I felt like really welcomed there so Jess you did a great job I I, I probably wouldn't have gone to ISU if you didn't say go badge across the room like that <laughs> wait Brian just rolled his eyes <laughs> what the That's heck because he went to Champagne, like University of Illinois. Yeah. I don't even know their mascot. You have I. Fighting Illini. It's Illini. <laughs> who wants to go there? I didn't How get it. How dare in, you? So that's why I'm like mad. Pe- people who want a good education and a a prosperous career. That's who. That's who goes there. 
as a journal editor or whatever. Oh my god. You know what, Brian? It actually is like one of the number one psychology programs in the country. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is. I've heard that. I did not I did not get a psychology degree from there. But you but should I, you should say that you did and then people would be like, Oh my god. Wow. It is in my res it is on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then they see journalism and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have been in the psychology building and how about this? You you took cognitive assessment. Remember the CHC theory? Yeah. One of the C's? You are my professor. Wow. Oh. That's when you know. That's when you know. Yeah. You should feel proud. Fighting the line eye. Um, so yeah, ISPA, you walk in. How many how many uh, places did you sit down with? Uh, probably like eight, because not all of the districts I was interested in were necessarily there. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would I I sat down for about eight, and I spent you know maybe like an hour and a half doing that, and you just kind of you know wait your turn. Sometimes there's lines for certain tables, um, and you sit down and you have what's called a mini CV. So yeah, the mini CV, they want it like one page, one sided, which is honestly one of the hardest things I ever had to do was to get literally your whole life onto a single page Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> and like formatting. So another thing, do that over winter break. <laughs> um, but you kind of sit down, you hand them your, you know, your CV and they ask you a bunch of questions. I think they kind of just start out like, tell me about yourself. And I, you know, I kind of had a spiel in my head, like, I went, I go to ISU, I went to, you know, UW-Madison, go badge, and then I went to, like, you know, these are all of my, the whole host of list of things that I've, you know, done during my, you know, grad program, and shout out ISU for even though we had so much going on, every single one of those people was so impressed with how much that I actually did within two years, mm. so, um, and they kind of asked questions like, why did you want to be a school psychologist? Why, why this, um, particular district like why are you interested in us so that's something to definitely like research all of these districts and have just like a couple things that you could say like I really like the diversity of the school I really like your you know programs that you have available just something that you know that you can individualize that would really you know set you aside because they're like writing all this stuff down like they have these sheets of paper where they put your name they put like all this stuff and they're like vigorously writing like all of this so I would definitely say like kind of just have a spiel and make it a conversation too like a lot of those people that are there are school psychs and those are the people that potentially could be your future supervisors so they're not only looking at you like all of your qualifications they're looking at how you are as a person because they're gonna have to spend nine months with you well I think I think you started by saying this I just want to make sure uh, we make it emphasize it I guess I People, I think, think of these before they go as like anxiety-provoking interviews. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is that they're much more casual than that. Yes. Yeah, they're right? so casual. And really, they just want to know all about you. And so I think if you just know, you know what you've done. You know everything that you've done. So just yeah. kind of talk about it and show how interested in you that you, interested you are in those things. Like, you'll do fine. Like, I walked away and I was like, that was not bad at all. But it, it probably feels good, too, because you're meeting all these people who could be pr your potential supervisors. And so yeah. you're like, I want to work for them. I think I got about four calls specifically because I met them at ISPA. Like they, you know, sometimes you apply to these places and some of these places like specifically call you because they looked at your CV and they remember you from ISPA. So, so 
That's a really good point. So, like, after ISPA, do you go and then apply to the places that you've talked to, or how does that work? Yeah, I would say, like, after ISPA, I kind of had an idea of, like, where I wanted to go, because in addition to telling them, like, about yourself, they tell you all about their, you know, district, and I think it made me so excited, because they're like, we have this, we have this, like, this is how your internship would look. That's a question I always ask, like, what are interns typically involved in? And I would like take notes and based off of that, I knew where I wanted to apply because some internship sites are kind of like, they structure it so much to the point where you don't have like wiggle room where other places are like, we'll make it your own internship, like however you want it to be. Um, And so that's kind of how I, you know, made my decision so that like, literally, I think I got back from ISPA and I just like, you know, got all my letters of rec in, like got all my cover letters in, you know, your transcripts. And I sent it out like that weekend or the week after that. Can you tell us about the interview process? Yeah. So as soon as, you know, when you, after ISPA, that's when you're getting calls. And I think that was kind of like a, you know, it's an overwhelming process to get all these calls. You know, it's so exciting. You're getting these interviews, but then now you have to figure out when you can go on these interviews And, you know, all ISU students know that your schedule is very jam-packed, but what's great is all the professors and all your supervisors know, like, that this has to take priority. That's just, it's just a stressful thing to have to, like, coordinate all these interviews because a lot of times they email you back and they're like, great, this is your interview time. Like, they don't ask you when you're available. So ISPA is, like, sometime in January and then you, like, start immediately um, applying and you, yeah. you get, you hear back from them pretty quickly. You set up interviews in February, like in early yeah. February. I would say, I'm trying to think of when my earliest interview was. Probably like, you know, like mid-February was my first interview. Um, okay. Like the rest of them were probably like late February, I would say. Um, because decision day is like the second week of March. So okay. now there's something, I, I kind of remember something about like, you're not supposed to Yeah, tell me, just tell that piece. Yeah, you're, um, so you're going to get offers, you know, before the decision date. Mm -hmm. And you are not allowed to formally accept these offers Mm. or offer, you know, you're not going to accept to like 20 places um, until that decision date. But you Mm -hmm. are allowed to, you are allowed to let places know that you're not interested. And I think ethically, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. If you're not interested, let them know you know, ASAP that you're not interested in attending that internship site because they want to call other people that could potentially get that position. So um, that was a little hard to understand. And like, it's hard because you're, you know, sometimes you're deciding between two, two or three places. But yeah, and then I feel it's like the week leading up to that decision date, you're trying to make, you know, your decision. And that week leading up, I went to like three school tours because um, I was, uh, I had like three or four top choices. And so I went, you kind of ask them like, oh, can I come to or the school? Like, is that okay? Like, can, and that's kind of where you meet, you know, who would be your supervisor and you kind of get an idea of like how it would be with them. And you ask them more like specific questions, like how would my internship really look? Okay. So yeah, you had a couple offers on the table and then you said, I just want to know more. I'm going to so you scheduled visits to, to each school. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's definitely. a really good suggestion because then you start to learn like where you feel comfortable and who you feel comfortable with too yeah exactly because I feel like I definitely made my decision based off of like is this a good district like 
you know, how would my internship look? Like, will I get, you know, ample opportunity to, you know, have different experiences in all different age groups and all of that. But I also wanted to meet my supervisor and see if I vibed with them. Because mm -hmm. if I didn't, I knew personally that I wouldn't be able to show up to work every day and like have a good experience if, you yeah. know, welcoming and, you know, things like that. And actually both of my supervisors went to the ISU program. Oh, so, psychology. So I was really excited. Okay. And so it kind of just helps you like, you know, make a decision. Yeah, for sure. Could you tell from district to district how different your job would be? Like, would you be doing more, um, you know, behavioral stuff in this one, more academic stuff in this one, more social emotional in that one? Like, mm -hmm. was there a good feel for that at all? Yeah, I think, you know, my biggest questions because they always say, what are your questions? And I think it's good to have things that are important to you to ask them. Yeah. Um, and one of my things was, will I have opportunity to do social emotional, you know, work with mm -hmm. other kids? Um, because that's kind of why I got into psychology in the first yeah. place. So mm -hmm. that was really important to me. And I remember I went on like a second visit and I was like, how much would I actually be involved in? And I remember the person was like, eh, not really that much. Or, you know, like she just kind of, you know, gave a, a blunt answer like you probably won't get that much experience in it like your experience will probably be more like academic focused um so that that would help me make a decision so I think you have to go in kind of knowing what you want your internship to look like um and I think I chose a place that said I could literally do whatever I wanted if you wanted to be the principal would they let, would they let you you know <laughs> I don't even know if I would want that Okay. I mean, just as an example. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. probably not. I would like, say that didn't fall into the, you can do anything. So Julie, I have a question for you. Yes. What's your biggest piece of advice, like for, uh, incoming second years who are going to start applying for internship? That's a great question. Um, you know, first thing is, I know it seems stressful because when you're in it, you also have like, you have to do grad school at the same time as you're applying to other jobs. I'm sure you guys know that. It's like, it's like you almost have like two big things going on and it's really hard to manage it. But at the end of the day, it all works out. It's only kind of like a one month period where you have a ton going on. Um, so I would say to kind of like offset that stress, start doing things over winter break. If you want to like wait a little bit, it's not a big deal. But I think just to help with like stress you know management and like making sure that you're not too overwhelmed with the process like just have as much as possible prepared you know when you kind of have some downtime so julie did you get an internship you know after all of that i did and it was oh. such an exciting <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if it was like actually i'm still you know looking <laughs> no, i'm no i'm not the expert because i didn't get one yeah, I got one. And, you know, it's funny. I remember when we moved to Naperville, we would drive past, you know, all these Naperville schools and my mom would be like, you could work there someday. And I'd be like, mom, like, this is like the one of the best school districts in the state. Like, no way, like, no way could I do this. Like, and then so I went into these interviews and I was like, I'm not getting this. I'm going to try my best, but I'm not going to get this. And then I remember getting that call and I was like, oh my gosh. And like yeah. my parents were crying. Like it was like a lot of yeah. emotions because you kind of go through, you know, you put it, I think it's like in grad school, you put in so much work 
for one moment, you know, a couple moments in your life, getting your internship and getting a job next year. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that work, it kind of like came into place in that moment. Julie, that's so cool. That's such a cool story that uh, you, there was this district you wanted to work at and and now you're going to be working there. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like, and makes Mm -hmm. you realize like how good our program is too you know yeah do you have a favorite city julie a favorite city like in the world or just like Mm -hmm. in illinois yeah Uh, preferably outside illinois yeah Well, you know, Madison will always have a special place in my heart. Go bad. That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say Madison. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. We, we can do Madison. I don't, I don't okay. mind. Whatever. It, <laughs> you just looked really unhappy. When yeah, I know, but it, it's, it kind of goes with what we were talking about. You know, I, I, like, to, I like that we like pick a city that has a, some tie-in. Yeah. So, yeah so. We're going to do Madison. So now what we like to do is guess the weather the current weather so julie as our guest you can go first oh my gosh so you you guess the temperature temperature i mean you can add other things like yeah wind yeah. wind speed and you know uh, i actually took a weather class at uw madison <laughs> i wanted to be a meteorologist for the longest time <laughs> oh we might be in trouble oh, oh we, we are in trouble. trouble i'm gonna say cloud type i'm gonna say wind speed do it I, Go for it, I'd be so impressed. Knock it out of park. I actually got a, a UW plus. grad right here. C plus. C's get degrees. <laughs> and that's when I knew school psychology was the route. I was like, this is <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, yeah, let me guess. All right. Seven, I would say 75 degrees, cloudy. You got some cumulonimbus clouds out there. Maybe stratocumulus, unsure. Um, I would say there might be some precipitation. Um, wind speed, like 15 miles per hour. <laughs> a lot of wind. What's, what's the, what's the <laughs> UV exposure? Know. Is that a thing? Is it, what's the scale for that, though? I don't remember. It's like You're the meteorologist. Yeah. I didn't learn that. I must have missed that class. <laughs> Like a two. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Jess, you want to go? Do you want to include uh, wind speed and what? What was the other one? Cloud Clouds. type. Yeah. Okay, so it's about <laughs> it's Friday, eleven about eleven thirty a.m. June twenty sixth. Let's see, Madison, Wisconsin. I never lived there in the summer, so I'm not too familiar with their summer weather. Um, <laughs> I would say the wind speed is probably five knots per hour. Oh, it's in knots? I have no idea. <laughs> and UV, I don't know that scale either, so I'm going to go with a one. Okay. Uh, do I have anything but, oh, cloud Clouds. type. Clouds. Uh, cloud, pretty squiggly. Squiggly <laughs> cloud. Uh, temperature. I'm going to go with 80 degrees. I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's great. So I just want to say, like, 
as someone who hasn't been to Madison and wasn't there, I'm kind of at a disadvantage. You could say that. And so if I end up winning again, this is going to be this is going to be kind of embarrassing for. He's pretty cocky. Certainly, know. certainly Jess, but probably for both of you, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. So. <laughs> Four years yeah. there, like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say. Uh, temperature. We'll start with the temperature. Um, I will say. 82 and uh, wind speed uh, about eight miles an hour knots what's a knot what is that's that? like, a, that like, like a boat goes in knots what's a yeah, knot yeah that's like sailing I think that's like yeah sorry oh, I, my dad owns a sailboat and <laughs> that's so right. that's why I say that whatever the conversion is to knots <laughs> but eight miles an hour eight miles an hour um, and then I would say that the clouds are um, mostly white, a little bit of gray. Oh, we're going to color now. Puffy. Okay. <laughs> well, I have it pulled up. You already have it pulled up? No, no, but like after. When I was done, I looked it up. Okay. Oh, okay, we're going to let Julie do it because this is not... This, this is, is not how we do it. Jess's role. Oh, Jess, please. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm Julie, excited. enlighten us. Enlighten us, Julie. All right, are we ready? Tell us yeah. who the winner is. Well, I'm not going to say the winner. You guys are deciding. So it's currently, oh, sorry, <laughs> currently 70 degrees in Madison, Wisconsin. It's currently raining. There, the wind speed slash knots is uh nine miles per hour so i think brian was really the closest with that because he said eight or no I, wait i think what did i say i don't even remember you said like 15 you're way out of yeah and i don't jess we don't know what the conversion is for eight knots so <laughs> you're gonna have to look that one up uh wait oh, no how many knots did you say because i said eight miles I, an hour i said five knots five knots yeah. <laughs> she's looking look up. Up. yeah um and UV index is four Oh, I forgot to do that one. Yeah, I lost anyway. Oh, I said one. So Julie, you won on that. Julie wins uh, on, temperature. On, on temperature, on UV, probably on cloud, because I don't know what those are. And I think I made it up. She's, she's swept. That was a sweep. Five knots is well, six miles per hour. So Julie wins. Jess has won one time in three months. Yeah. Oh, Jess, you're really you're really breaking up over there. You're. Am I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me. It's the. It's got to be the storm. It's the it's the cloud cover. <laughs> it's the knots. <laughs> it's, 